0: what's up everybody today we're going to talk about situational lineups shooters lineups defensive lineups uh who's going to play in what certain situations we're definitely going to talk about that and more next on locked on withers you are locked on wizards your daily washington wizards podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team
1: every day
0: What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. And today we're going to talk about lineups, not just your average lineups. You know, what lineup would you put out there for a scoring lineup, a defensive lineup, down by one or up by five? So we're definitely going to talk about all that and more. So we're going to jump right into it. Um... So looking at scoring, E. If you needed a lineup that's going to be able to, I guess, go against a, a high-scoring team, what kind of lineup are you looking at?
1: Um, I'm looking at a, a team to push the pace. So I think Jordan Poole at the one, like everybody's been asking about or everybody wants to see Jordan Poole at the one. I think he can push the pace more. Uh, Tyus is, is more of a steady Eddie guy. I think he, he can push the pace too, but he's a guy that wants to get guys lined up. He's not going to turn the ball over much. Um, he has a great assist to turnover ratio, but what comes with that is just a guy who takes care of the ball. He's not going to push the issue. Where Jordan Poole is going to try to get into the teeth of the is- teeth of the defense. He's going to push the pace. He's going to make some moves, some really nice dribble moves to get past his guy to break down his guy with breaking down the dribble, some isolation moves. So if you're trying to score and look and for a guy to get a bucket. That Tyus can score too, but I would put Jordan Poole at the one at the point where he could be more dynamic and, and create for others and create for himself, get into the basket, step back. Uh, step back three, step back jumpers. Uh, and then I would put Corey Kispert out there because he can really stretch the floor. He's a 50 40 90 guy. He's a guy that can knock down the three. He's a guy that can run. He's a really good cutter. Um, can finish above the rim, uh, at times. So I would put him out there. And then, of course, Kuz, he can knock down the three. He's a guy that can run the floor, push the pace, and score. He's one of the guys. He's one of the few guys that can really break their guy down off the dribble and create, and create a shot for for himself. Um, in isolation, he would be at the four. And then um a guy that's kind of slept on right now because I don't think they're going to trade anybody. We've we talked about this numerous times. You know, I don't think they're going to trade anybody before the season starts. I think they're going to wait and see and showcase some guys. Um I would put I would put Gallo out there right now because I think he's a guy that can score. I'm not saying he would start, but I think showcasing him and a guy that can certainly score and fill it up. Um, and then I would have gaff at the five, so I would have pool, Kispert, Kuz at three, Gallo at the four, and then Gafford at the five. I think that would be a, a score, a sneaky scoring lineup out there just to get some buckets because Gallo's a guy that can still create a shot for himself right now, too.
0: Yeah, I like where you're going with that, man. Um, I like that. Um, a scoring lineup, I'm definitely rolling with pool at, at point, like you say, he can score in buckets, um, he can distribute. Man, but to me, it gets tricky from there. Um, I'm rolling with, and this was a hard one, man, but I'm rolling with Kisper, you know, just with his, with his mm-hmm. ability to shoot and to be able to cut to the basket. I think it's big with scoring. At the three, man, I'm a to roll with Kuz. I'm a to roll with Kuz at the three. You know, he can definitely shoot, definitely using his frame. He can definitely drive the ball, drive the, the lane anytime he wants. He definitely can keep, uh, create a shot for himself. At the four, I'm going with Gallinari. You know, and people sleep on the fact that, look, he was the number one option about 10 years ago, man. I mean, I'm just saying, like, he just, he <laughs> yeah. I mean, he could play the ball. You know, he was a scorer in his league at one point, man. I know, you know, injuries derailed him in his age, man. And then the five, man, I, I want to say Gaff because he's got to have somebody who can defend. But, I mean, if you're trying to look for a lineup that's going to spread the floor, I'm going to look at mascala You know, he's a five who can spread the, um, spread the floor, man. So um, while defensively he's not as polished as Gafford is, You know, he definitely can stretch the floor. So, yeah, if if I'm trying to compete with a team that's trying to score, that would be my lineup, man. So, um, looking at defense, you know, looking at a team that you need to go out there and stop the other team from scoring, um, where are you looking at as far as on the defensive side?
1: On the defensive side, so, of course, you got to put Danny out there. The first lineup, you're not going to get many stops, but you do have some long guys. With Kuz is is a long athletic guy. Gallinari, you know, he's still 6'9", 6'10". doesn't really move his feet on the de- defense side of the ball. And then you got Gafford as a run protector. So you still have some some good, some solid defensive potential with that first lineup, but you would definitely be able to get some buckets. Now, this lineup for defense, um, spacing would be rough, but I think a lineup with DeLong right, of course, he's our best point guard defender by far. He's a better defender than Tyus and, and Jordan Poole, of course. And he, you could argue he was our best defender last year on the court by far as well. Um, you saw how the defense fell off when DeLong got injured. Um, I think Bilal is going to hit the ground running defensively. I really do. I think he's going to be a great defender from the jump. I think I I won't say a great defender, but I think he's going to be a very good impactful defender. I think he can have a Herbert Jones type of impact. You saw the blocks that he had in summer league. I know it's summer league, but he had some really nice, nasty blocks, some chase down blocks, some blocks where he glass some guys. He had a highlight block uh, almost every game. He averaged 2.4 blocks a game in summer league. So that was, that was definitely special to see from him. And then Denny, of course, he's a great defender. He can guard one through five. He can guard one through four. He's a versatile defender. Um, he guards point guards. He's not scared to go out there and guard guys like Giannis, Brandon Ingram. We've seen Denny lock up before. Gafford, of course, is our best defensive big by far. Um, great rim protector. Solid rebounder as well. Um, now, he does get pushed around a little bit. That's the, that's what he's got to work on, just his, you know, his strength. Uh, but he's still our best rim protector by far on the roster. And um, – so I got DeLon, Bilal, Danny, Gaff, and then it's really a, a toss So You really could put Bilal at the three and then put Johnny Davis at the two because Johnny, Johnny played really hard defensively last year, and then in the summer league he showed some really, really good defensive potential too, moving his feet, getting steals, lateral movement, just kind of getting some sneaky steals, just kind of coming out of nowhere, kind of like a, a cornerback or a safety out there getting some steals. I really, like, I really like what I saw from Johnny. And Johnny gets some, a couple of sneaky blocks out there, too. Um, so he definitely plays with a dog the, on the defensive side. So for a defense, if I need to stop, I'm, I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to go with DeLon, Johnny, and then uh, Bilal, Denny at the four, and Gaff at the five. Now, the only thing is um, the shooting is going to be rough. Or to get some shooting out there, you can go with DeLon at the one, uh, Bilal at the two, Denny at the three, Kuz at the four, and then Gaffer at the five.
0: <laughs> you made it easy man because that's what i'm rolling with um i'm rolling with delon at the one because obviously again you know he's that point guard that we have on the roster who can defend defend at the high level definitely going delon um yeah i, I was, it's kind of tricky with me too but yeah i'm rolling with johnny because johnny look he's sneaky with those steals man he's got a good he's got a good vision on defense, defensive end so i'm definitely rolling with johnny the two the three again i'm, I'm rolling with bilal Kulabali. i think that with his length and his defensive prowess man he'll be he'll be definitely dope on the wing um, Denny at the four, you know, it was said that, you know, you know, now that we're talking about it, um, he had an interview in Israel and, um, they asked him, he said, where do you feel more comfortable at? And he said, look at the four. I think that, you know, he can defend at the four at a high level. You know, I remember uh, one game I went to not last year, but the year before, um, against the Bucks where, I mean, he shut down Giannis, man. When I mean, we were talking about it. Look, that's not an easy thing to do. You know, Giannis answered the cupo, man. That's a hard assignment, man. It's not one of the hardest assignments in the league. And of course, Gafford at the five, man, um, he's... <laughs> You know, he's pretty much our best defending big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Tristan Vukesvich, show promise. And, you know, Mike um, Muscala, he's just a stretch five. So, yeah, that would be mine too, man. Um, Like you said, scoring is going to be rough. I mean, and, you know, not really scoring, but shooting the rocks going to be tough. You know, Bilal's shot's still coming around. You know, Denny's shot's still coming around. You know, Johnny, you know, his shot, you know, consistency is an issue for him. DeLon, you know, surprisingly shot at a high clip last year from three. And on uh, Gaffrey, you know, I, I get it. He's not going to sit out there and snipe, man. but. You no, know, he was starting to develop somewhat of a of a you know a jump shot, a mid range game, man. So, but yeah, I'm definitely rolling with that with defense, man. So, um, be- we are going to move on to situational lineups, such as we're up by one, who do we roll with? And we're down by five, and we need to stop to get back in the game. Who do we go with? But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Take your first bet at betting major league baseball on FanDuel and get ten times your first bet amount and bonus bets up to two hundred that's right just bet 20 bucks and you'll land 200 in bonus bets win or lose oh that's 200 that you can spend betting on anything from the money line to the over and under to who do you think is going to win, hit the first home run of the day all on one app that's safe secure and super easy to use plus when you win you get your money right away you get it instantly there's no better place to bet on major league baseball than FanDuel, america's number one sports book as a baseball fan i could definitely verify that it is my go-to to the bet on major league baseball so Sign up today and visit Vandu.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus best. That's fanDu.com slash locked on Vandu, the official partner of major league baseball. And thanks for making locked. the Wizards your first listen every day, every day or tomorrow on the show. We have special guest Corita parks. So definitely tune in. We are going to talk about what her thoughts are on the off season and what is the vision for this franchise going forward. So definitely tune in for that one. Cause it's going to be a good one. So, Let's get into a couple of scenarios real quick. So, E, it is the fourth quarter, and we are up by one. What lineup are you going to put out there that's going to keep the the momentum going that we win at this close game?
1: To get a stop. I'm going to put Jordan Poole out there at the one again. And then at the two, I probably put Bilal at the two to get a stop. And then Denny at the three. Once again, Kuzer at the four, and then Gafford at the five. Now, last year... I remember Weston Jr. put Monte Morris on Shea Gilgers-Alexander, and we were up by one or two, and then Shea Gilgers shot a three. I think we were up by one, if I'm not mistaken, but Shea Gilgers hit a three, ended up losing the game. Obviously, that's because he put a smaller defender on Shea Gilgers-Alexander. That was probably the worst thing that he could do. I, I want to say they-, they switched, but still, West shouldn't even ha- have had Monte out there. Uh, I like Monte. I think he's a good player, but you had to understand the situation, and at that time, you need a bigger guard. Now, you could just put DeLon out there for defense and then sub in Jordan Poole. If we are up by one, you need to stop your playing against the Thunder. You got to stop Shea from getting to the basket. I would definitely put DeLon right on Shea. Or you probably put Denny on him. Denny did struggle a little bit against Shea, but that's just an example. Um, Shea was getting to the basket a lot and, and getting to the free throw line. But I I I've probably put DeLon on Shea Gill. That's just an example. If we are by by one, Shea has the ball. Um, and There's about 10 seconds to go in the game. And you got to get a stop. So I would definitely have Gaff out there to get a stop. Denny out there as well. Um, Blau, I think he gets some stops and gets some still. Johnny is a guy that I would possibly throw in there just to to um, wreak some havoc there on the defensive side of the ball as well.
0: Yeah, well, you know, looking at the situation, you know, I'm up by one. I need that stop. But I'm on. I also need guys that are going to be able to hit that shot and be able to keep the momentum going offensively. So, you know, up on one, after that stop, you got to get a basket. Mm-hmm. So I need, a, yeah. you know, I, I need defense, but I also need some scoring. So um, I'm rolling with Jordan at point. Yeah, you know, DeLon right, I get it. <laughs> you know, it's very enticing as far as putting them at point. But, you know, the point being, I'm with you. I'm putting Denny on. I'm Denny on. Whoa. Uh, I'm putting Denny on their best player. Easy. So, you know, if we're going against Shea, you know, I'm putting Denny on them. Whoever the best player is on the other team, Denny's going to be my guy. But uh, looking at the two. I need, I need a guy who's going to be able to shoot at a high clip. I'm putting Kispert out there. Uh, I get it defensively. He's not going to be, but, you know, you, like I said, uh, with this lineup, man, I, I get the importance of defense, but also get that you need guys out there that are going to be able to, you know, get those stops and get, uh, get a league bat- back up, man. You know, so I'm going Kispert, going Denny at the three. I'm going Kuz because Kuz with his size, like he's not the worst defender out there. Plus, he's shown that there's a reason why they call him a clutch Kuz. You know, I need a guy who's going to be able to take that shot you know, in the closing seconds, man, and hit it with confidence. And obviously, Gav, man, you rolling with Gav because he's just that rim protector. So, um, yeah, man, I, I like both lineups. I I, I, I can definitely dig it. Um, all right, next scenario, fourth quarter, we're down by five. You know, we need to make stops, but we need to score at a high clip. Who, mm-hmm. who are you rolling with?
1: Um, I kind of got to start. I got the, I got tyus Jordan Poole, Corey Kispert, Kyle Kuzma, and Gafford. You got to get a lob threat in there. You got to get some space with Kispert so you can knock down threes. Tyus can knock down threes. Poole can knock down threes. And Kuzma can knock down threes with space. And you got guys that can create a shot for themselves. Jordan Poole, of course, with – and also with Kyle Kuzma. Tyus Jones can create a shot with himself. Um, that's basically is my starting five. Um, now, if there was about, like, five seconds left, then maybe – Maybe I would throw another shooter in there, or if we're down by two, just throw another shooter in there. Or down by three, we got to tie it up. Maybe I throw another shooter in there. But if there is more time, like you said, five minutes left, then I'm basically basically gonna roll with my starting five, which in my opinion would be Tyus, Jordan, Pool, Corey Kispert, Kyle Kuzma, and uh, and Gafford.
0: Yeah, man. They say great minds think alike. I'm rolling with you, man. Um, the re- the reason I'm rolling with Tyus is because, like you said. Can he push the pace? And they
1: call him Tyus Stones for a reason. That's the hope. There you go.
0: Look, there you go. Um, (laughs) Well, he can push the pace, but he, you know, if I'm up by five, right, and I'm trying to get stops, but I'm also trying to slow things down. You know, Tyus Jones would be able to bring the ball up, slow it, you know, slow everything down, slow the shot clock down. You know, that's why I'm going, I'm rolling with Tyus, man. I'm definitely running with Tyus at point. uh, Two, Jordan Poole, uh, three, Denny. Uh, defense, for size and shooting, and to defense to a certain degree, Kyle Kuzman, didn't obviously get for the five. So, yeah, we're in the greens with that, man. Uh, you know, that's pretty much my starting five, too, uh, going into the season. Um, obviously, it changes after the deadline, in my opinion. But, yeah, that that is definitely my lineup. So, um, before we roll, one more lineup for you guys. Um, last year, you know, obviously we had KP. But if you had to go to a big lineup, who are you rolling with?
1: With a big lineup, um, then you gotta get you gotta get Bilal in there for some size. So I would have him at the two, Denny at the three, Kuz at the four, gaff at the five, and then probably I would have Jordan Poole at the one. Now you would have some really good defenders with Bilal and Denny in there. Denny's about six nine, Bilal's about six six. He's still growing. Kuz is about six ten at the four, Gafford at the five, six foot eleven. So you certainly have some size right there. That's a pretty big lineup. Jordan Poole, uh, how tall is he? About 6'3". Um, so he's a little bit taller than Tyus, which is not by much. Yeah, Jordan six foot 6'4". Tyus is about 6'2". So that would give you a, a taller point guard in there. Um, so I think that would give you some size and a lot of long wingspans. Denny has a long wingspan. Uh, Blau has a long wingspan. Kuzma has a solid wingspan. Gaffer has a solid solid wingspan where he can cover a lot of ground. So I think that would give you some size. And you you have a good mix with defense and offense in there. You have Jordan Poole, a good offensive player. Kyle Kuzma, a good offensive player. Um, Blau and Denny are work in progress, but they can really defend. So they would get stops for you. Gaff would get some stops for you as well. So that would be a long athletic lineup. Blau's super athletic. Jordan Poole's a good a- good athlete. Kuzma's a good athlete, and, Gaff- and Gafford, of course, is a good athlete as a good as a good lot threat as well.
0: Yeah, man. Look at that size. Okay. Um, at point guard, I'm rolling with DeLon. You know, 6'5", yeah. he can defend, he can shoot. I'm rolling with DeLon. At the 2, I'm rolling with Bilal Yeah, He's 6'6", with a 7'2", wingspan. He, I, you know, he definitely has a size to lock down most people at the 2, in my opinion. Um, At 3, I'm rolling with Denny Avia. Obviously, you know, he can defend 1-5, through five, but, you know, looking at his size, I'm looking at right now, where are you at? Where are you at, Denny? Oh shoot! I've not lost, Denny. But yeah, I believe he's around six nine, right? So, and then you look at um, I'm going with uh, Kyle Kuzma at the four, six nine, six ten. Um, again, he can shoot, but he's got that size where o- offensively, you know, he can pretty much do whatever he wants, especially driving the lane. And defensively, you know, his size can alter shots. And then obviously Gaff at the five. So I'm definitely rolling with that. But I mean, if you look at this roster real quick, man, this is a taller roster because uh, Mike Muscala, 6'11", is six eleven, Vukovic is six eleven, seven foot. Gafford 6'10", Gallinari 6'10", uh, Denny 6'9", Kuzma 6'9", 6'10", Patrick Ball 6'9". I mean, the list goes on. six 6'6", Kisper, 6-6. so we have a taller lineup. So, you know, we were talking about this, you know, going into the year, um, West Stale Jr. has more of ability to mi- mix and match his lineups. You know, he doesn't have a have to have a concrete lineup. You know, you can kind of look at, at opponents, like, you know, we're talking about a big lineup we we talked about last year, and we and they finally granted our request, and we did pretty well, but you know when you go against teams like Cleveland. I mean, you know when you got Jared Allen and you got Evan Mobley at the five and the four. You know I think a big lineup is definitely something that you got to look at. But again, you know looking at this roster, you know your your shortest guy as as is Tyus Jones at six two. But you know you got a lot of guys, especially uh, Amari. He's six six. I mean, you know so the list, we have a very tall lineup, man. So you know we, it's very very intriguing. That's the first shot, by the way, but <laughs> very intriguing. But um. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and call it that, man. Before we roll, you have anything else you want to talk about as far as lineups? Here?
1: Um, yeah, we didn't put Landry Schmidt in any any lineups. Now, Landry Schmidt, I think he's a guy that's gonna be on the roster, you know, before the trade line. I think I do think he's gonna get traded at the trade line. but I think he's a guy that's gonna be able to to space the floor. He's a good three point shooter. Shot what thirty seven percent from three last year. Yeah, he shot thirty seven percent from three last year. Thirty eight percent a career three-point shooter. So I think he's a guy that, you know, I know a lot of fans don't want to really see him play. they rather see Johnny Davis get minutes or Corey Kispert get minutes or Bilal get minutes. But he is a professional. He's a guy that can shoot the three. He had a solid playoff uh, series with the Suns last year where he was able to knock down shots for them and space the floor. So if you are down and you're looking for some three-point shooting, you could throw him and Kispert out there at the same time. Now, the defense would be pretty darn bad, but you would get guys that could could definitely uh, knock down the three and get you back in a game for sure um guys that we didn't name in a rotation you did name pat baldwin but we didn't really put him in a lot of rotations out there um ryan rollins is a guy that we didn't put out there uh eugene omarie you just brought him up we didn't really put him in a lot of lineups either so he might be the odd man out of rotations um anthony gill xavier cooks we didn't name them either which you know i'm not surprised um and mike mascala now the only thing is yeah we don't we do have some guys that are, you know, tall, like Gaff, 6'11". About 6'11" is about 6'11". Vucevic is about se- – is seven feet. But we definitely still need some front court depth. I do think we are very thin at that center position for sure. They're – you know, our bigs are are, are lean. Um, and if Gaff gets in foul trouble, we, we definitely could be in some trouble with Muscala being that backup big, you know, going, going up against, you know, Joel Embiid or Jokic or Vucevic or – um Giannis Valanciunas, Anthony Davis. We struggled against those bigger bigs. So that is the biggest concern on the roster. Kyle Kuzma, if they, if they do do a small ball five, we didn't talk about a small ball five lineup. Like if Kuzma plays at the five, Kuzma hasn't played at the five much, but Gallinari has played at the five uh, frequently in his career. So you can see Gallo possibly at the five. Mike Muscala at the five. Um, just to really space the floor and, and push the pace. If we want to see this team push the fa- push the pace. We definitely want to see uh, Wes Unso Jr. try to push the pace with with some with certain lineups out there. And uh, so, yeah, there's definitely some interesting lineups out there. And um, so, yeah, we'll definitely see, man. There's, there's some there's some lineups that he can definitely try out there. Um, and, and this is a research and development kind of season. So they should just t- definitely try to try anything that they can get out of these guys. Some defensive lineups, pushing the pace lineup, just mixing and matching and uh, staggering minutes with starters and bench guys for sure. And uh, letting some of the young guys play. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out with, with some of these veterans here before the trade deadline.
0: Yeah, I'm 100% with you, man. Um The only thing I hope going into the season, like you said, is an evaluation season. My only hope is utilize their strengths. Don't try to create it. You know, Don't try to make them acclimate to a, a position they're not used to. I don't want to see Johnny Davis at point, and I don't want to see Bilal as, as point guard. Utilize their, 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 their strengths, man. Um, you know, with Johnny, he can defend, you know, he can score, it's just efficiency the name of the game. And cool Bali, man, he's not a point guard, you know, he, he he's still growing, man. He could end up being a three or a four when it's all said and done, man, just because he, you know, was he already has a 7 2 wingspan. So, yeah, I'm with you. you know, it's definitely his evaluation season, man, but just let's work on their strengths, let's fit the lineup to their strengths. And that's what I want to see. Um, going on, uh, Shemet real quick, as opposed to, you know, why did I put Corey Kispert in there and not him? Well, it, it's easy. I think the only thing that really separates the two is. Um, the fact that Corey can cut, you know, he's got the instinct when he knows when to cut to the basket and really utilize guys who, who have vision. Whereas you don't see Shamet really is a cutter. The guy who's really going to go in and score, you know, he's more of a strictly a shooter, kind of like a Seth Curry, which is cool. But, you know, I, I want a guy who at least has a couple more tricks of the sleeve outside of a shot. You know, you know, you know, Corey Kispert has shown that with his basketball IQ, you know, he can cut, you know, he knows when to do certain things, just certain things you can't be taught. So I, I'm with you, man. You know, Langer Smith is definitely, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how they acclimate him to this roster because, mm-hmm. I you know, it's it's a tricky situation because you want to see you want to get his value up, and at the same time he is taking away minutes from Johnny Davis, Bilal Kulabali to a certain degree, and you know, w- <laughs> it's going to see where they even play Kispert. So it, it's a lot of questions going forward. It's still early in the game. You know, you could see consolidation trade, but I'm with you. I don't think there will be. Um, but you know, there's still deals out there to be had. You know, Dane Lillard, you know, does he stay in Portland? Do they still move him? You know, James Harden, does he get moved? So, and there's been reports that the Washington Wizards could be a third team in either one of those trades. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if if those trades come up, I would kind of like to see the Wizards kind of make moves. You know, like you said, we need another center. I like Gaff. You know, Gaff has come a long way, but as far as the future, he's not the guy as far as our future center. You know, we need to go out there and find another guy to back him up for this year and maybe look for a guy for years to come. But um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and call it that, you know, a lot of questions about the lineups, but, you know, Sterling in the games, you know, still a lot of moves be made. Um, we're going into the dog days at of off season. So, <laughs> um, so definitely tune in everybody. So we definitely appreciate everybody. Uh, thanks for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. Now, Every day is again, we're going to have Corita parks. So definitely tune in because that's always a good time. So definitely, definitely tune in for that episode um so again wherever you get your podcast five-star review is much appreciated and like subscribe comment below hit that notification button that lets you know when we put another video out man because we put out a lot of good content and if you were with us last year man you know that the regular season is going to be fun man especially west coast trips and righty. so <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and call it there man um definitely appreciate you guys so hail to the wizards and peace you guys have a good night